welcome to the Book Bugs Podcast. We're your hosts, Lena and Morgan. Sophia is off riding a tiger up a volcano today. The book up for discussion this week is The Losers Club by Andrew Clements. Alec can't put a good book down. So when Principal Vance lays down the law, pay attention to class or else, Alec takes action. He can't lose all his reading time, so he starts a club, a club he intends to be the only member of. After all, reading isn't a team sport, and no one would want to join something called the Losers Club, right? But as more and more kids find their way to Alec's club, including his ex-friend turned bully and the girl Alec is maybe starting to like, Alec notices something. Real life might be messier than his favorite books, but it's just as interesting. So, Lena, would you want to join the Losers Club? Mmm, probably. Yeah? So, what do you think of the book? Tell me your thoughts. Share your brain waves with me. That was gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love the book. It's a good book. Um, something like, I, reading chapter books, I like how they always do the titles. Mm, the title of the chapters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I like, I like that. And I like how it said, like, the chapter in, like, the book stacks. I yeah, thought that was cute. it was on cute. the spine of the book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like, I like how there are, like, so many books listed. Like, yes. throughout the book, there are just so many different so books. So many books. They talked about all kinds. And it wasn't just, like, fantasy books or sports books. It was a wide it, mm-hmm. variety. Um, and then at the back of the book, Andrew Clements, the author, listed a whole list of books that he recommends that kids read. Like, if you're interested in reading, here's mm-hmm. a bunch of different ones to try. And there were so many of my favorites on there. Um, maybe not even favorites, but books that I remember reading when I was your age, maybe a little bit older. Um, and that was really kind of exciting for me. It was like an archaeological dig into my book memory. Um, and I really enjoyed that. I liked seeing what the kids were reading. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was really fun, like being able to see all the different books that he listed. Some of them I haven't even like seen before. Yeah. And it was kind of cool to see some more ones in the book. Mm-hmm. You know, your local school librarian can help you find some of those. I know. Because <laughs> that's who you are. That's me. Yeah. I, I know where they are. I know mm-hmm. where to find them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially, I know they talked a lot about Hatchet. That's a pretty popular book. Um, actually, Never heard of it. Well, it was popular in when I was in school. I don't know that I've seen it checked out since I've been at at the school working but i really think maybe you should read it and tell your friends about it okay because it's a whole series lots of good stuff yeah there's almost all of those i would highly recommend to anybody that was interested in reading or are there any on there that um the kids were reading that you've read um i only remember like a few i've read part of charlotte's web Mm -hmm. um I don't remember a lot of others, but there were, I I know there were some, a lot of them that I had read. I know that you've read Because of Winn-Dixie. Yep. And I know you really liked Because of Winn-Dixie. Also, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of it anymore. Oh. Because I got annoyed of people after we saw the movie. Yeah. Everybody kept like yelling at me. Yelling at you? 
you look like her and it just got super annoying you look like the character in the book no in the movie oh in the movie yeah it got annoying i've never seen it now i have to see who that is keep talking i'm googling um but yeah what else about the book um it was a very good ending yeah Mm -hmm. i thought so too oh anna sophia rob you totally look like Anna Sophia Robb, and I had not put that together before. Look at that. <laughs> Let me see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you do. Especially in the beginning of the school year when, when I had my really shorter. short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, that worked. So you like the ending. I like the ending, too. Like I was saying, I did not put a whole lot down. You didn't, which is fine, because I you... wrote a novel's worth of things. Just looking from here, I can't read anything, but it's... It's full. It's full. Yeah. Well, I was telling Brandon, our producer, before we got started, that I meant to read half of the book last night and finish the other half this morning because I was tired. But you read it all. But I read the whole thing. I had to keep making myself stop and put the book down to take notes. Um, Andrew Clements, well done, sir. Loved it. Big fan. Um, Before we start mine my uh discussion it's time for lena's favorite segment (laughs) guess how many times mom cried where lena makes fun of how easily i cry lena what do you think on this one well i feel it was a really good book and i've i've not done good in the last two (laughs) (laughs) um so um i'm gonna do like a something to something okay this time, okay just so i don't like lose entirely we're gonna have a okay I'm gonna what go do you think with like a one to three one to three yeah man that was a good idea to cover that many points you still lost i cried a whopping five times in this book i was gonna do one to five <laughs> why am i so bad at this because <laughs> you don't cry like i do it's hard to, to figure that out when it's not something that you do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I cried once in the beginning, three times in the same span of the ending. And then once when I was looking through the book list at the back. I know. she's The face she's giving me right now. She just can't even believe I exist. Nope. Oh, You're getting mom. the Lena stare. I am getting the judgmental Lena stare. There it is. And it's all, all its glory. <laughs> Um, one of the things um, right off the bat, because our hero Alec was put into the after school care program, his parents started working different hours. Uh, so he had to go to after school. And my job for a very long time uh, when I was in college and a couple of years ago was running or working at after school programs. And let me tell you, there seemed like a lot more fun than the ones I did. The kids were pretty under control. They brought their own snacks. That's pretty great. I wouldn't have had to give everybody snacks. Except me. Except you. Yeah. And you eat a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, and the way they have it set up, like the kids could make their own clubs and then they were in charge of their own clubs. Um, that was really interesting to me. Um, I don't know that I feel comfortable giving that much responsibility to kids all the time. 
I would be okay like one day a week, sure, but every day. But I also didn't notice that like he was like the only one that made a club and he was like older. Yeah. But so. there were other clubs that kids had created, the origami club, Chinese club, uh, Lego club. Were there other ones? Um, there were like four. Or four? Oh, the games. Yep, where they would play kickball and wiffle ball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there was the homework room. In the homework dun, dun, room. Dun, 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 dun. Homework I don't room. I ever go there. No? No. Yeah, that guy that ran homework room was a real stick in the mud. Yes. Yeah. You couldn't read for fun. You could only read if, if it, it was, was homework. homework. Talk about torture. I mean, like, what would you do if you finished your homework? You had to review for tests. Or work on long-term projects. <laughs> but I bet your grades would be really good. If you could focus that long. No. Yeah, I would struggle with that too. Especially because if you were in homework room from 3.30 to 6, that's a long time trying to Especially focus on one thing. Especially also just after a long day of school too. Yeah, well, yeah, that's just, that was Alec. That was, Alec mm-hmm. was saying, I, since I, Alec was banned from reading in class Mm -hmm. he was getting in trouble his grades were slipping uh he wasn't focusing on anything other than his books so his parents said if you can't get your your grades up and work harder then you have to go to homework club and he goes i don't think i could do i don't think my brain could handle that i couldn't go a whole day without reading and then go to homework club and still not be able to read and i think that was a really valid observation from him that that's expecting a lot out of a sixth grade student to focus all day on schoolwork and then spend another few hours focusing on homework with no brain breaks. Especially because there was something that, like, I would just assume this because, like, how the teacher was, like, so strict in there that he would probably, like, not let you really eat, like, snacks unless you, like, finished everything. Oh, yeah, they didn't mention snacks in the homework room. But I'm just assuming that yeah. just because. Yeah. Um, I really, really heavily identified with Alec from this book. Um, I also spent all my time in class reading books. There was a difference, though. My teachers didn't seem to mind. I never got in trouble for reading. Um, I got my work done and I was a B student. I, I put the work in, but I didn't try extra hard because I wanted to be done so I could read a book. That's kind of how I am. Like. If it's something I don't want to do, I, I I get it done, but I don't try super, super, super hard and like get right. every single little detail right. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I've gone back to college in my 30s, uh, that has changed. I try really hard in my college work and I make sure all the details are right, except citations and papers. I struggle with caring that much. <laughs> I just, I don't like to do it. I'll do it, but I won't do it the best. Um, so that's something I struggle with. Um, but when I was in, in high school and middle school, I was all about getting my nose right back into that story. I wanted to keep it going. That's kind of how I was like my teacher. Um, she had, she had some really good books that I just wanted to read. And then like the ones I got from library and I would have a ton of books at my table mm-hmm. and I could borrow other people's books and read them. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, <laughs> I want to read new books. I want to read old books. Let me just get this done. Yeah. Let me like, cause she would like, let us like, get on Epic. Sometimes she would let us like N- Epic is an app 
where the kids go at school where they've got a bunch of ebooks that the kids can read of all different levels of all different subjects. Lena has always really liked Epic. It's just really fun. I, I get to explore without having to like look everywhere for one book. I can just search it up and I can read the book there mm-hmm. without having to like buy it at all. Mm-hmm. So it's like a library. And you know you can do that with your library too. Most local libraries have apps now. Um, ours uses Libby where I can use my library card and get any book that the library has digital copies of and I can read it which is good because I go through books so fast. Mm. We would be living in a shack if I had to buy all those books because I don't have self-control when it comes to the written word. Alec, Alec. Alec also does not have self-control. He really, by the end of the book, he was working really hard in school and trying to prove to his parents that he could focus on school and do better so that he could keep reading. (laughs) One of my favorite parts in it, I'm just going to say this, was like, was when I think it was like Nina brought her whole book bag mm. full of books and then he had to go yes. get a tote so she could keep them. I liked that too. I liked um, all the books that she pulled out. I was like, oh yeah, I like that one. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, oh, that's I'd where, read that. that. Oh, Harry Potter. Yes. That's that's where like when Dixie and mm-hmm. like Charlotte's Web were, that's where right a lot there. of the ones I had read. No, they talk a lot about books like um, Big Nate. And those obviously came out after I was out of school, and I've never read more of the graphic novel-based books. I like graphic novel books, but I don't like, like, Big Nate or, like, Stick Dog, really. I don't like those books. Hmm. They're not as, they're not, like... Not your favorites? Yeah. Yeah, because I know uh, the most popular book in our school library is Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Yes. Everybody loves all the Diary of a Wimpy Kid books. We can't keep those on the shelves. I've never read one, and I, it's, uh, uh. I only read them if, like, if a bunch of the good books are still on, then I'll go ahead and read them. Your favorite book is a graphic novel, which is what? El Defo. El Defo by C.C. Bell. Yeah. Which um, I, Lena. We are going to read that sometime. It's not on our original list, but Lena has insisted we add it to our list because she loves it. I love that book. How many times have you read it? Probably about 10. About 10? Because mm-hmm. during the school year, I would like to adventure on Epic, but they had it on Epic, oh. so I read it all the time. Yeah. Um, I know when that that came out, it won a lot of awards. It was a very popular book. Um, I would really like to read that. Um, um, Alec mm-hmm. talks a lot about comfort books. So when he's um, feeling stressed or maybe doesn't want to read something new, he reads one of his comfort books. So it's a book that he's read over and over and over. So El for you, Defo. El Devo is a comfort book. Uh, for me, comfort book... is probably all your books. All of them. <laughs> I have a whole sh- um, book case of comfort books. I can pick any one off of there and I'm happy. Um, and then you have a bunch downstairs too. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I've gotten rid of a lot of them. But you still have a bunch. <laughs> I like books. I think my favorite, Pride and Prejudice, Jane Eyre. Those are really good ones. Anything by Julia Quinn. (laughs) All you grown-up people out there that like romance novels. Um, Alec has a lot of empathy. Do you know what empathy is? 
No. No. Empathy is where you put yourself in someone else's position and try to understand where they're coming from. You try to understand their emotions like they do. Oh, so it's kind of like, like, like when, um, like Mr. I says, like, put yourself in each other's, like, shoes. Yeah, put yourself in each other's shoes. Put yourself in someone else's shoes and see how they feel. That's empathy. I forgot what it was. Nope. Like, 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 like. It's totally fine. Um, that is one of the, mm, I don't want to say struggles I have, but I definitely have a big heaping scoop of empathy, which is why I cry all the time because I'm always feeling things for other people. I take on their sad to myself or their happy and feel it myself. Um, and it's another one of those reasons I really identified with Alec in this story. Um, also reading this really made me want ice cream sandwiches. The kids placed bets. Um, and, and then the winner got ice cream sandwiches. The winner sandwiches. got ice cream sandwiches. Did your school have ice cream sandwiches? They do? Sometimes if Sometimes. we get like special things. Oh, but you can't just buy it from the cafeteria. Yeah. Yeah. My middle no, school did. No. Um, he said like he like brought it from home or something. I thought that. No. Like he had like. Mm-hmm. They buy them in the lunchroom jelly yeah my middle school but had ice cream snickers were, bars but also they were awful. at middle school i'm still i'm, I'm all month right no they weren't in middle school their elementary goes up to sixth grade oh yeah that's weird because you remember his little brother was at the same school oh yeah mm-hmm. luke Look. that was another thing um the family alec and his family were all obsessed with star wars so all you star wars fans there's quite a few references in this book yes mm-hmm Luke was named after Luke Skywalker. My 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 favorite was when he was fighting with his parents about the homework room, mm-hmm. referencing Star Wars yeah, fighting. He used some Star Wars Jedi logic to get out of going to the homework room. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that his mom does like the Yoda voice. That makes me laugh a lot. Nerd moms are the cool moms. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Uh huh. Sure. Um, I thought that the book handled friendship really well. How um, you can fight with your friends and you can talk to them and come to an understanding and move to the other side of it. And you can apologize to your friends. It shows how you can make new friends. It shows how relationships change like Alec and Kent, how they used to be friends and then they're not anymore. They are ex-friends. That's what they say. Mm Mm-hmm. So I thought their handling of friendship was great. Um, what One thing I really, really appreciated was how the author showed bullying. Because let's be honest, Kent was a really, he was a bully to Alec. But it wasn't in your traditional bully sense. Like he wasn't getting shoved in a locker or his head down a toilet. He was being like called names. He was calling of. him names. And they weren't bad words. He was calling him bookworm, which mm-hmm. inherently is not a bad word. Yeah. He wasn't like the normal bully. He was more of like just kind of like calling him like bookworm. And right, but the the tone he used and the way he did mm-hmm. it was was what made it bullying. Yeah. Um, and I really like that because I think kids are taught, or at least when I was younger, I felt like it wasn't bullying if they weren't like punching you in the face. But bullying is a lot more subtle than that. Bully can be bullying can be psychological and emotional too. It's not just physical bullying yeah yeah like a lot of the bullying at like 
the schools right now is a lot of like not like the pushing and stuff it's more of like the name calling yeah and like just like the being rude and Mm -hmm. stuff like that Mm -hmm. i think we've all at one point or another been called names and made fun of Mm -hmm. um and that's where i think empathy hello buzzword of this episode empathy can come in because if we all know what it feels like to to be bullied why are we doing it to each other I don't know either. Because you just wanna. I don't wanna. Well, I wanna you eat ice wanna. cream sandwiches and read books. I wanna eat KFC for the rest of my life. <laughs> That's what I wanna do. <laughs> and not the chicken parts, just the mashed potatoes and macaroni. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, uh, don't know if you noticed this, Lena, but as an adult... Um, and again, I'm only speaking from a woman's perspective, but I'm sure there are a lot of boys and men and, um, non-binary folks that can identify with how Kent treats Nina. Tell me what your thoughts are on the way that Kent treats Nina. You don't know? He tries to, well, he goes to her house every day to, he says to play with his brother, her brother, but he always wants her out there. And when she comes into the gym, he expects her to come talk to him all the time. And if he doesn't, he gets mad. If Nina doesn't talk to him right away, Kent gets angry. You think maybe he's kind of possessive? Where he thinks Nina either owes him her friendship or um, since he has a crush on her that, that she has to do what he wants. Yeah. Did you see that at all? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that is actually a really interesting. I I loved having this opportunity to talk to you about this because in more grown up relationships, you'll find that there are boyfriends and girlfriends that um, always want your attention. Like if you're in the room together with other people, they don't want you talking to other boys or other girls. They don't want you to have other friends than them. Um, do you think that's a healthy way to be in a relationship? No. No, it really, really is not. Um, but I know there's a lot of us that have had that experience that um, somebody thinks just because you like each other or just because you're friends mean that you own their time. That reminds me of something that happened through the school year. Yeah, tell me um, about it. So three of the kids in my class... Um, they had all been in the same class since kindergarten because they had all gone to um, the same school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I went. I went there um, this year, and I met one of my best friends. Um, and every time in the beginning of the school year, every time I wanted to play with her, like. The two, the other two wouldn't let me play. Like, mm-hmm. they would always like budge me out and say, "No, we we're gonna play with her since we always have." Mm-hmm. And I didn't. I wanted to play with her. Yeah. And so near the end of the school year, we didn't even like talk to him. Mm. Yeah, so, like, that's too bad. I. She's still a really good friend of mine. We didn't talk to the other two girls mm-hmm. at all. Like, we just ignored them and let them be. Yeah. Because we didn't want that to happen again. Mm -hmm. Um, We talk about 
as you get older, we'll start talking more about dating violence and abuse. And um, so showing, I think, early stages of that kind of possessiveness in sixth graders and showing how um, Nina stood up for herself and said, no, you don't control my time. You don't control what I do or who I talk to. Um, and showing how Alec res- tried to respect Nina and her choices. And he struggled with it because he wanted Nina's attention. Um, I thought that was really, really well done. And I appreciated seeing that in a book meant for kids your age, showing already that that wasn't okay because you guys are going to start running into things like that as you age and having experiences or reading about experiences, I hope will help you as you grow. Yeah. As a mom, I don't ever want you to go through stuff like that, but I know it's going to happen. So I want you to have all the tools and resources you can. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Labels. Did I talk about labels a lot? Um, Kurt, is it Kurt? Kent, that's it. Kent (laughs) calls him a bookworm. And they're the losers club and they're losers. And then there's the winners and they're the nerds and the computer kids. Um, We use labels a lot as a society, right? Yes. I call myself a nerd (laughs) and a bookworm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you call yourself any labels? Um, Way weirdo. Weirdo? A silly weirdo. (laughs) Is that label all that you are? No? Am I just a nerd? No. I'm a lot of things. You're a mama. I am a mama. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm a mommy, and I'm a volunteer, and I'm a Scorpio. And uh, what? A paralibrarian. And uh... Slytherin, but those are all just labels. Ravenclaw. Yeah, and you're a Ravenclaw. Um, but I really liked again how how they just talk about how yeah we all use labels. It's just kind of the way we do things, but that doesn't mean it doesn't define you. That's not. It's not everything that you are. I really appreciated that. Um, what else did I like? Oh my gosh, they talked about Fahrenheit 451 in a children's book. Ray Bradbury's novel about a future where books are banned. And so the government comes and takes your books and burns them. And they talk about dictators because Alec is kind of being a dictator of his group, the Losers Club. A what? A dictator. What's that? You didn't read that part of the book, did you? Did you just skip over it? Maybe. Um, it's where he makes all the decisions and he doesn't give the other group members any choices. Oh, no. Yeah. So again, like we're touching on some really not sensitive subjects in my, in my opinion. I think these are all subjects we should talk about dictators and government interference and, um, possessiveness and dating and friendships. I think those are all really important. But again, to see them in a in a book that's aimed at fifth graders and just getting those conversations started or the ideas planted already, I just thought was brilliant. I really liked that. Um, Alex's project at the open house. What'd you think of that? 
Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. But you don't have any opinions on it? Not really. No. He took all these book covers, strung them all together, and showed the parents why reading books is important. And look at all the different things that you can read and learn and experience and travel from. I just thought that was really cool. That's a really good defense for reading, why reading is important. I've been so many people and gone so many places and made so many friends all because of books. Books, 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 books. <laughs> um, I also, at the end where he talks about, yeah, it's the Losers Club, but we get lost in books. And you lose ignorance and you lose fear when you read books. I think that's a problem in the world. Nobody reads enough books. That's why we're scared of each other. <laughs> Any opinions on that? No. No? No. no. But you've read um, a book by Malala, correct? She's different. She looks different. She's a different religion. She's raised somewhere else than we are. But since you've learned about someone that looks like that, do you think maybe you're a little bit more open and accepting to meeting other people that look and act like that? Yeah. And know different things than you do? Yeah. I think that's really important. That's a really good thing that books do. Um, yeah. Really, really loved that. Losing ignorance and losing fear. The Losers Club. Um, so, you know how we're always told not to judge a book by its cover. Well, we're going to do exactly what we shouldn't do. It's time to judge the book by its cover. Yep. Does it make sense with the story? Does it make you want to grab it off the shelf when you walk by? What do you think, Lena? Um, I, I like the front, but I feel like if you were just kind of to like walk by and see it, mm -hmm. I wouldn't grab it as much as I would like some of the other books. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think honestly, for me, it's because there's a big kickball on it. So I'm like, oh, it's a it's a sports book. I thought it was a book about sports, not about reading. That's kind of what I thought, too. Mm -hmm. The kids are all reading on the front cover. But it um, looks more like a sports yeah, one. So, you know, once we get into the story, it makes a lot of sense. And I'm like, oh, OK, I get it. That makes sense. Another but thing is that I don't that the kickball is going to hit the kid's face. Mm -hmm. And I've had that happen and I don't <laughs> like it. Nobody likes getting a kickball to the face, Lena. But still. <laughs> That's a universal experience. We don't like getting hit in the face with kickballs. Yeah, especially the rubber ones. Yeah. Ow. It was like the only day we had one. <laughs> so yeah, I like the cover, but, but I'm not sure yeah. that I would grab it. Yeah, like if there were other ones that like I didn't like as much, like I, I feel like... If I had known what the book was about, I would mm -hmm. grab it more. Mm -hmm. But just looking at the cover, it looks more like a kind of like a reading to books one. Yeah. Like reading, and then it goes to sports the rest of it, mm -hmm. not like reading the entire time. Yep. So I know a lot of kids who participate in the Accelerated Reading Program. This book is recommended for fifth graders and is worth seven points. That's who not. would we recommend read this book, Lena? Um... People that love reading. People that love reading. Book lovers. Yes. Are going to love this book. Yes. I did. I <laughs> loved it. Um, I think kids that are maybe more sensitive. Yeah. Or maybe struggle with friendships. Yeah. Would this really would like help it. you. Shy so. kids. 
Mm-hmm. Kids that like sports yeah. and reading. Kids that feel different than other kids. Mm-hmm. Maybe kids with focus problems. Yeah. Yeah. I think all of those people could see themselves in that book. I know it, that was just me all over the place. <laughs> I really felt connected with this book. Thank you for being us uh, with us. Next week, we are reading Creepy Pair of Underwear by Aaron Reynolds and, and illustrated by Peter Brown. Don't forget to visit your local library and keep reading. A big thank you to our producer, Brandon Clark. You can find us on Facebook at Book Bugs Podcast, Instagram at book underscore bugs underscore podcast, and on Twitter at Book Bugs Podcast. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you.